0: My name is Ace, and I'm here to tell you my side of my story. So I'll start from the beginning. This is episode one, and I will take you in every episode to new debates, new sides of the story, and there are many lessons to learn. Alright, let's start off that, um... Um, let's see, where to start? Alright, let's just start to where I was born. I was born in 2008, October 8th, or two thousand two thousand nine, 2009, October 8th, and, um, sorry, my mouth is getting dry, I don't know why I had to share that, but. I was born, and as and I slightly remember it to where I'm I remember just kicking and screaming, and I didn't remember looking or being there, I just remembered the emotion, and yeah. Was it's hard coming into your life because you're born wow that's a fun and exciting something that most mothers want so I was born I had one sister and a few years past I had another sister and yeah. okay so then when I started turning like three or four my mom and my dad were arguing a lot they would scream They would abuse each other vocally, like, I'm gonna kill you, or or, or something crazy like that. And me and my sisters, we heard everything. It was really hard. To one point. Yeah, we had to say goodbye to our father. took all our, all of our money, and he left us. He left us. And all of our money. I remember there, I looked at my mom, I looked back at my tooth fairy money, and I was like, here mom, you want this? Um... 'Cause she was flat
1: broke.
0: Hmm. Okay. Now let's skip to seven years old. New house, new place. Mom's got a new job. She gets promoted. And with every new thing, there's always going to be another new thing. New boyfriend. Woo! Fun. Especially for your kids that have known you your whole life. And now you want to add someone else into the picture. Someone that we're afraid that might leave. Just like our dad. At first I was very fond of him. I was like, Mom, why do you have to cheat someone online? And I was just, I don't know. And then I started feeling suicidal. I wanted to, to run away. And I wanted to... Get kidnapped and die. At seven years old. And nobody knows this. Nobody knows this because nobody, nobody asks me. Hey Ava. How has your life been? N- nobody asks me that. Okay. Eight years old. Watching some. Pretty mess up stuff. And very messed up that can screw up anyone's mind. Or mess up, sorry. Mess up anyone's mind. Especially mine. Nine years old, I got better. Much, much better. Okay. Here's the hard part. Ten years old. Ten years old. I. I don't know what happened. Well, first, obviously. Hormones happened. Puberty happened. Um, Slitting happened. Depression happened. Anxiety happened. Suicidal thoughts happened. A lot. Okay, my 11th birthday. Woo, I'm turning 11. Must be the best day of my life. I'm finally a preteen. I feel free, and no. That was the one that was when it all started. Where I started feeling trapped. Even though I had depression earlier before that, that's when I started feeling trapped. Yep. And then. And then. I got something called psychosis. Psychosis is kind of like schizophrenia. It's just not as extreme and it's not as bad. Schizophrenia is when you believe that it's real. Psychosis, you think it's real, and you know it's probably not real. I almost got schizophrenic. Um... I had to go to three mental hospitals I started seeing dark shadows and I thought it was the people that were talking to me in my head and I might sound crazy but I had people talking to me in my head and I felt like they were there and to this day I still feel like they're real people or just some spirit or something there's obviously more detail. Thanks for listening to part one. I guess I'll see you in part two. Bye! Hi! My name is Ace, back again, and today we're going to be talking about my mother's side of my story, season one, episode two. So mother, I have a few questions for you. So,
1: first of all, um, how are you? I'm doing good. Ready for a good impromptu of questions that you haven't showed me previous. So go ahead and get started. Okay.
0: Um. Can you please tell me your side of the story from the very beginning of the storyline of
1: Ace here? (laughs) How far back are we going? Ever since I was born. Oh my goodness! Come on, that's not enough to fit in one podcast. Like, what, what, what portion we're gonna just do? Like a quick high level start to finish.
0: Yeah, like uh, or start to where we're at. General, not. You know, specific.
1: General, not specific. That's kind of... Yeah, be
0: like, oh, so she was born on this date and ever since when she turned six, this happened or something like that.
1: Okay. I'll give you my, my point of your life. Yeah. So... You were born screaming, which was good. You were super healthy. And you were born screaming and crying with the most angriest, desperate cry of any other baby in that nursery, for what I've been told. The day of your birth was the happiest day of my life. What you've been told. (laughs) No, no, no. What I experienced. And I actually um, was up for like 36 hours. Like, I, I stayed up all night and pretty much all day with you. So I really didn't get that much sleep, if any. And one thing that really stands out about your birth is that you were just a few hours old when I held you in my arms. Maybe maybe you were because I had you C-section. So what that means is they cut your stomach open, which you already know. Yeah, I know. And they pull you out and they put you under an incubator to keep you warm which Mm -hmm. you you were not having, you didn't like. And um, I got you probably about four or five hours later. And I remember you were in my arms, and my mother sat right next to me as I held you. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, Ava, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'm your mother. Mm -hmm. And you looked at me so intently. You looked deep into my eyes. And then you looked from side to side in each one of my eyeballs and me and my mother which you can ask her to this day you can add her to your podcast she will say was the most amazing thing that you would never believe a baby a newborn less than one day old baby was that intense intensely looking into the eyes of another person it was really really amazing and that that's the story of your birthday well you really can't underestimate the power of the babies <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so let's skip to when the not really trauma but like some very eventful events happened like you know
1: your dad when your dad left mm-hmm. when your dad left how old were you were you six uh six or five I think were, I think we were like yeah five going on six or something like that um that's a very funny story okay I don't that's remember funny. I barely remember it that's a super hilarious story for me probably wasn't hilarious for him but it was pretty funny for me because him and I got into a huge argument a lot of it had to do with money um we he took, he took my money which at that time was income tax money and I was taking that income tax money to buy a computer because we didn't have a computer in the house and I wanted you guys to be able to play on the computer
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he never gave me the money for the income tax and um and he said he was taking it to, to go back to South Carolina or something like that. And um, him and I got into a big fight, and, I, and and he said he was leaving. And you were hysterical, crying. Mm-hmm. And you were like, Daddy, you can't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. And he was like, go away, Ava, I'm leaving, blah, 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 blah. And you were like, Mommy, what are we going to do? We have to get another daddy. Like, daddy's leaving. We have to get another one. And I was like, oh, my God, if it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so he left. And um, I was I was crying because he took the money. And the most beautiful thing was is that you and your sisters ran up to me. And you guys were like, I've got money. You can have my money from the tooth fairy. And you can buy the computer. Don't cry, mommy. <laughs> and then um then the next day he came back and you didn't want to let him in because you said didn't you say you were leaving and not coming back what are you doing back and then he's like no just get out of my way and you're like no but you said you weren't coming back so why are you here right now and it was you know it's it's a horrible but funny story it's a super funny story he eventually left and um he eventually paid off his debt but that was just to show like your um personality at such a young age, how feisty and true to yourself you've always been, and you find that to be a dramatic experience in your life?
0: yeah,
1: um well not I'm not gonna say dramatic
0: because i'm I am a thousand percent sure that other people have had much, much more worse scenarios than me. But, um, it was pretty impactful. Hmm. Because, like, you know that father-daughter relationship that everyone says, oh, son and mother and father and daughter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. So what happened there? You know, I, um, I don't miss getting the whoopings, but.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah. You feel like you got a lot of weapons? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't get weapons from me?
0: Not really. I just get impactful words from you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Was that, was that the traumatic experience of your life? I wouldn't say that.
0: I mean, definitely not yet, and not really that. Um, Now, do you remember anything that happened to me at seven years old, or did I just keep that a secret or something?
1: You might have kept that a secret. Yeah. Okay. So, ten years old. Okay. Wait, what happened to seven? Huh? What happened to seven? Well, that's, like,
0: around the time where I didn't have it that bad at all. It wasn't wasn't nearly as bad as it is. It was, like, probably 1 out of 10%. percent
1: hmm
0: But I had, like, bad suicidal thoughts of, like, running away, getting kidnapped, and getting murdered.
1: Thoughts are fantasies. Like, you wanted that to
0: happen. Like, I kind of wanted that to happen. I, I just felt so lonely for some reason. It, it was... Ugh.
1: Mm, it was a hard time for you.
0: Okay, baby. Yeah. And then, what happened at ten?
1: When you turned ten, and you, you um, you started like you were, at ten years old. I remember you were so excited to be in your double digits. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm in my double digits. With ah. ups there's downs. <laughs> uh-huh. With
0: up there with ups, there's downs.
1: Yeah. You were super, super excited about it. You always wanted to be in your double digits. One thing about you is that you never wanted to stay like a little kid. Like Anna's always wanted to stay little. Layla. Layla wants to stay little. But you've always wanted to grow up, like way before your age. So you're so excited about being in your double digits. And then um, you did really good in school, like amazing. I remember your teacher telling me, you know, we have like, what, what was your book that you had to read? How many books the year? Like six to ten books that year? I think it was 20. No. It yeah, it was 20. Okay. And then one of your books was Harry Potter. And she was like, I don't recommend it, but if she wants to, she can. And you And you read that whole thick Harry Potter book. Even though she didn't think it was a good idea, I didn't think it was a great idea, and you winded up getting straight A honor roll anyway, and you passed your test for your book reading.
0: Oh, and don't forget, I went to gifted. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But no, I, I. Not gifted, but um. You moved from straight honor
1: roll to honor society.
0: Yeah, honor society, that's what it was. Not gifted. I
1: wish I got into gifted. No, but you got into honor society, which is huge. And what makes it so much better than just being huge is that nobody really helped you. Like, I I can't say that I've ever been a parent to sit with you and do homework and show you how to do your math and go over English with you because I've never, I've always been a good parent to produce money and help you know, take care of family and be the mom and dad, but never have I been that kind of say, let's sit down and figure out how to do this math equation. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I can't do that, I'm not good there. So you did this all by yourself. And that's, you know, that's how great. And I remember all the time you telling me every single day how stressed out you were and how it was so stressful. And I'm like, how are you stressed, child? You're getting straight A's, like, where's the stress? Like you're, said, you're doing this easy as pie. It, it it wasn't easy. Like, I the
0: stress came from the students there being like, oh, Ava, can I be your friend? They were only using me for my good grades and stuff. That was part of the stress. Um, getting bullied. Um, feeling like you had to, like, be something that you're not. mm like, feeling like you had to be like different people to different people. Like, you, that's, have to, that's life. you have to be a different person to every other person.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But I did that to the max. Mm. So, like, every different person that I would see, I would act different to every single one of them. Sound like a Gemini. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. But not in a bad way. I mean, mm-hmm. not that Gem- Gemini, they're all bad, but,
1: you know. Mm-hmm.
0: No, no. I get it. But um, that and the schoolwork, because um, your friends, they always want to talk to you during school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: While you're in a lesson. Yep. They always do. And I'm like, shh, 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 shut mm-hmm. up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I couldn't say that. I didn't have... The nerves to say that, so I just would feel like I was avoiding them, and they would get their feelings hurt. I had mm-hmm. friends I got their feelings hurt way too easily, and then they started bullying me and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, and especially like trying your best, like oh I'm gonna fail this, and then you end up passing. That's like, it's. I know it sounds like a relief, but it's because you're like oh I'm gonna fail this, and then you pass, and it feels like a relief in your head. But to me, that just that's just some tests the big thing was a report card
1: Mm. yeah but I think it's great you know what's so great about it is that where was the pressure coming from like most kids that get great grades their parents are like have the fire over them like get this good grade you have to it's gonna impress us it's gonna impress the family it's gonna blah 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 like it eventually got like that for you probably but in the beginning it was never expected like never, I still remember laughing in the car. ride. I remember like where we were when we were leaving. Uh, your you just graduated elementary, mm-hmm. and you were crying—not elementary, kindergarten—and you were crying. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't want to leave kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, Ava, now you, you're not going to make S's anymore for satisfactory. You get to make A's and B's. And you were like. I'm not making any B's okay like that was like so hilarious because that was the last thing I was ever thinking you to say but you're like I'm not making B's you know and mm-hmm. I was like wow like <laughs> okay she's five years old six years old and she's already got her heart set on being a straight-A student and yeah you know what you were an A and B student for a long time you were more A's than B's but you eventually became straight A's and you did it all on your own like 100% on your own that's unheard of do you remember like how many times we had to come out and celebrate you getting honorable Mm -hmm. and then i have to hear when they when they announce like okay all these kids are are a and b students or a students thank god that their parents sat with them and did homework with them their parents are part of this too and i'm sitting there like oh not really like i haven't really done (laughs) any kind of schoolwork with her she's just a natural She's doing this all on her own so you know you did you did great and you still are going to do great and you have like this huge hiccup right now that you need to work through but you're going to do great
0: yeah speaking of that like um so i'm 10 right going on to 11
1: mm-hmm.
0: you were i'm 10. not yeah i'm not right now i'm just saying at that moment yeah so we're we're in the past right now i'm right. 10 um, in like three, four, five months, I'm going on to eleven. mm-hmm, okay.
1: What happened then? We were at um, the birthday party, the sweet sixteen mm-hmm. right, And it had been noticed that you spent a lot of time in your room over the summer, right? Mm-hmm. We'd been hearing from your jujitsu class that you were getting nervous. You were telling me like out of nowhere like you were getting um anxiety for no reason anything could trigger an anxiety attack right so that's mm-hmm. kind of how it started and then we were we were all at a table after the party and we were talking about what is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you right let's go around the the table and ask everybody what's their sca- or what's their biggest fear Was it, what's your biggest fear? Was the question, you know? And I don't even remember anyone else's answers, but I remember when it came around to you, you started crying. And then it was like, what's wrong, Ava? What's wrong? And your biggest fear was suicide. And from that moment that you spoke those words, it, you know, it seemed that everything changed. Everything changed. Now you can take it from there.
0: Well. All right. So break time. Um. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say that how I remember it was. Um, I just remember being coped up in my room a lot. Like a lot, a lot. And, um, I just, I didn't feel any motivation to do anything. And, um, I would forget things easily. I would just, my eyes would always look like they were about to fall off because they were dragging so much. I was always tired. I would always wear a hoodie. I would do crazy stuff, not crazy stuff like that, but, yeah, crazy stuff like self-hate and other self-things, so, yeah, and, yeah, All right, so one more question, okay? Mm-hmm. So, how did this... Everything. How did this all affect you? What you're going through?
1: Or anything? No, no, it's not or anything. How, how What you're going through affect me? Oh, my God. How does it affect me currently? In any time... Well, first of all, it's heartbreaking. It's feeling so helpless. And, you know, you'll hear parents say all the time, if I could do it and not you, I'd do it. Like, I swear to God, give me all that pain that you went through so that you can be back to normal. I would take it a thousand times. I would take it a thousand times. Like, it's so painful to see you go through like when you had your psychosis and you were going through that or when you go through that desperate depression you know like i i can take that i can do it i i i I can deal with it i'd rather me do it than see you go through it you know that's that's what sucks you know and then the not knowing sucks the not knowing like how long is this gonna be how long is it gonna take when is she gonna pop out of it You know, where is it taking her next? Why do we have to put her on meds? How long is she gonna be on these meds? How are these meds gonna affect her? You know, all those things are what, you know, what bother me, what keep me up, you know? And and then, you know, the number one thing any parent wants to know is like, God forbid something happened to me, are you gonna be okay? You know, I just want you to be strong and I want you to be okay. I want to know that God forbid I get struck by lightning, hit by a car, whatever, that you're going to be able to make it. It's super important for me, and that you're going to be happy, and that you're going to be able to pursue your dreams, that you're going to keep that same momentum that you had for your first ten years, for the rest of your life. Well, probably nine years because huh?
0: zero to one. Whatever. You know, if you do (laughs) them, yeah. So, ready?
1: What? You say bye? Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) Hi, um, well, this is Ace, um. Season one, episode three and I guess I'm just going to explain to you how how it's like it's 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 so so difficult dealing with depression as a child. All the adults around you like, do this, do that. And you're just a child and it's not that easy. I'm just a child and it's not that easy. I can't just fight it off like you can because I don't know how. And I can't just stop doing what i do because i i don't know how i don't know how to change my habits i don't know how to fight anything off and i don't know how to not be so sensitive but it's like Everyone around you just doesn't understand you. Everyone around you is just there, but they're not there for you. Your mind is a prison with a bunch of filthy little words and horrible people in there and flashbacks and dizziness and memory loss and... And the thought of suicide or self-harm. Your mind is a prison. My mind is a prison. That I can't get out of. My head feels like it's full. Physically and literally full. My my whole entire body is shivering and dizzy and it's horrible and nobody will ever understand me perfectly i mean they'll understand but not perfectly And I'm pretty sure the general idea of depression is what I just explained. But there is so much more to it. And not in a good way. It's very difficult for children. And, and I expect it. To I know it's difficult for adults because adults, they feel that they can do whatever they want in this world. The world is in their hands. They can drink, they can smoke, they can go to clubs, but that doesn't mean that you can do whatever you want. And adults will act on their emotions. While kids kids it's it's now and then where they act on their emotions but kids are too strong to act to their emotions and i know i know what it's like when people say oh you're strong for not giving up you don't feel strong but when you really think about it you're strong enough to stay for other people and sometimes, yeah, sometimes I feel selfish where I just w- want to do it. And it's like, sometimes it's good to care about yourself, but is it? On some occasions, yes, but not in all. So yeah, I'm out. Bye.